Abotai, we continue the study of the uh, Tariyak Mitzvot, and we're up to uh, 380. That's the Mitzvah of Pesach Sheni, which is on the 14th day of Iyar. It's a positive commandment in Parashat Baha'alotecha. The Pasuk reads, Bahodesh Sheni, Barba Saryom, Ben Arbaim, Yasu Oto. That's in Perektet, Pasuk Yud Aleph. And the rule over here is that anybody was Tamer or was in a distant place or wasn't able to bring the Qurban Pesach because inadvertently or because he had a, a circumstance beyond his control or even if he was Mezid and he did on purpose, did not bring Qurban on the 14th of Nisan. So amazingly enough, a very rare example here, the Torah is giving the person a makeup. Most mitzvot have a time to them, and if you missed it, you missed it. And here the Torah is giving a person a chance to make up the korban a month later. The question is why? What's the shortish? The Hanukovia says a very strong hashkafa. Lefish mitzvot pesach who ot hazak ubarur lechol roe hashemesh bechidush haolam says the uh, Mitzvah of Pesach, what it represents, is one of the strongest proofs and the strongest signs, indications to anybody that can see the light of the sun and the fact that this Hidush HaOlam. Hidush HaOlam means that there's a creator, uh, that Bore Olam created the world in an unnatural way. How do we see that? Ki az ba'etahi, the time of the Exodus, the wonders, the miracles, the makot, v'shinat teba ha'olam. We saw the world, but Olam changed the teba. He went against these supernatural events. The ineha amim rabim. The whole world saw it. V'ra'u kol ameharis ki ashkachatov yechotov betachtonim. The whole world saw God's power to suspend and change the laws of nature. V'az ba'etahi. As a result, he'eminu hakol. Amazing, Hanukh. Everybody in the world who saw it, which was everybody, they came to belief. And not only them, but it had a lasting consequence for the future generations. That God created the world as a very important understanding called Yeshme'ayin, something from nothing. Now, you can never create something from nothing. There's always something there. There's always a piece of wood. And then you make a table. And there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a fabric. And you make a, uh, a cloth. But it's hard to, it's impossible to make something, especially a world as sophisticated as this, from nothing. So he says, V'afalpi'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i'i
yesh me'ayin. Furthermore, the fact that God was able to sustain us, a great nation, 40 years in the Midbar, from bread that falls down from heaven on a daily basis, um, everything against nature. The fact that we believe that God created the world, this is one of the strongest pillars of our faith and belief. For those that believe in what he calls Olam Kadmon. Olam Kadmon basically says the world was always here and there is no creator. Regarding those people, in Torah, they have no chilek in the Torah for sure, and they also have no chilek le'olam abba, and they lost their uh, share in the eternity. So what was God's will? God says you can't pass up on this mitzvah, because what it represents is so, so important. And therefore, even if a person was not able to bring the mitzvah, because he was far away, or another circumstance, since it's such a fundamental principle in Yahadut, the Torah came along and said, you'll have a makeup. And not only that, even somebody who converted in between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, we really didn't have an obligation on Pesach Rishon. But if he converted in between, the Torah says he has to bring Pesach Sheni as well. A katan, a minor that became a major in between an adult, between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Torah says he has to bring as well. Why? Because since it represents such a foundation, a fundamental principle of Briyata Olam in creation, divine design, therefore nobody could pass up on it. Some of the mitzvot, there is a difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni. Let's just review some of the differences. Uh, Pesach Rishon, Hametz is Asur, the Bal Yireh Bal Pesach Sheni, you actually have Hametz Matzah in the house at the time that you're commemorating. Pesach Sheni only is one day. Pesach Rishon is seven days. Pesach Rishon, it's a holiday. It's Yom Tov, Asu Be'asiyat Melacha. Pesach Sheni, it's Mutar Be'asiyat Melacha. Pesach Sheni, you need to say Halel, but not at the time that you're eating the Korban Pesach, only at the time that you are slaughtering it. When it comes to Pesach Rishon, they said Halel, not only at the time that they slaughtered it, but at the Seder, they would recite the Halil as well at the time of the, uh, of the eating. Furthermore, Pesach Rishon uh, and Pesach Sheni, both are Duhe Shabbat. So if the day, 14th of Iyar, came out on Shabbat, those that need to bring it, bring it. Um, and the laws apply that you shouldn't leave anything over. That's called the uh, Notar. And the same law applies that you're not allowed to break a bone of Kurban Pesach Shini. Now, what type of people that are impure are pushed to Pesach Shini? Not everybody. Only somebody that has what we call Tum'ah Hamura that would render him unfit to eat Pesach Rishon. Azav, uh, whether it's Azav or Zavah, Nidot, Yoldot, lady that gave birth, or somebody that went with a Nida lady, or somebody that came in contact with corpse Tum'ah. However, let's say somebody touched the Nevela, or let's say somebody touched the Sheritz, even on the 14th day of Nisan, Law would be, he goes to the mikveh, they bring Korban Pesach for him. By that nightfall, he's kosher again in Tahor, and he eats Korban Pesach with the, uh, with, the, with the group. If he's far away, that's called Derek Rechokah, 
and he wasn't able to get to Jerusalem. The Gemara has a discussion what's considered far away. The Gemara concludes if he's 15 mil away from Jerusalem at the onset, so then he's going to be pushed to Pesach Sheni. Obviously, this mitzvah applies at the time of the Beit HaMikdash to male only. It's an interesting law here. Torah only obligated the males on the makeup. Nekevot, however, they can bring Pesach Sheni, but it's only Betorat Reshut. It's voluntary. Therefore, a lady would not be able to be Mahalel Shabbat in order to bring Pesach Sheni. If a person transgressed, a man, and he was mevatel this positive commandment, he did not bring the Korban Pesach, uh, which means he did not bring not Pesach Rishon and not Pesach Sheni. Then he's obligated and subject to the punishment of Karet, to be pointed out that um, uh, someone to say that if he was honest on the first Pesach and he didn't bring it on the second Pesach, since he was honest on the first Pesach, he will not be subject to uh, Karet. But it is clear if he was Mezid on the first one and Mezid on the second one, that means the guy just doesn't care, then for sure he's punishable by Karet. This is a mitzvah that's in a category of itself. There's only one other mitzvah that's like it. This is a positive commandment and the punishment by not fulfilling it is karet. Normally a positive commandment when you don't fulfill it, there's no punishment. There's no matkut, there's no anything. It's just a punishment in heaven. But over here, it's the most severe. Only this mitzvah and the mitzvah of brit milah. So again, you see how important it is. Today we don't have the korban pesah, obviously, because we don't have the bet HaMikdash, but what it represents clearly still applies. Therefore, a person has to recommit themselves to these fundamental values in biryat olam not only the creation of the world, but if somebody believes God created the world, but he believes that it started with matter, and then God took the matter and then developed it, that's also a kofet. Because you have to believe that he started from nothing, and then he created everything from scratch.